Makes you just think if you just didn't ask, he offered, and it was all done before I even knew he. I didn't know he was there. But I'll take Ms. Hellman, it. do we have someone to do the invocation? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to call more, uh, the meeting to order. Uh, today is Monday, July 25th, 2022. It is 6 p.m. on the dot. This is the regular city council meeting for the city of Zephyr Hills. Uh, Ms. Ms. Hillman, if you would, Madam Clerk, read uh, the roll call. Yes, ma'am. Jody Wilkinson. Here. Lance Smith. Here. Mayor Whitfield. Here. Alan Knight. Here. Kenneth Burgess. Here. Charles Proctor. Here. Matthew Maggart. Here. William Poe. Here. At this time, I would like to ask everyone to rise and uh, welcome Director of East Pasco Mills on Wheel, Beth Aker, to lead us in the invocation. Good evening. If you would all join me in prayer. Father God, we just thank you so much for this beautiful day, Lord. We just pray that those that are gathered here this evening, Lord, to do the business of this city, Lord, would just have open minds, open hearts, and open ears, Lord, to just uh, do what's best for this city. We just pray for those that uh, lead this city, that uh, they would be determined to make the best for everyone that lives here, all the residents, and all the businesses that uh, do business in this community. Father, we thank you for their hearts and their minds that they have devoted their times to do this uh, voluntarily, Lord. And we also just ask that everything that we do bring glory to your name. And all these things we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Ms. Akers. Please join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So we have um, the first item on the agenda is our uh, consent agenda items, but we'd like to pull something. Councilman Smith. Uh, yes, I think it was item seven, wasn't it? Let me. Uh, one point four. Well, I'm sorry, one point four. Yes. So we're gonna. Um, we have a motion to uh, re, uh, to pull item one point four from the consent agenda. Uh, all those in favor, please say aye. Oh wait, aye. I need a second. Okay. Sorry. You'll, you'll second. So Councilman Burgess, let the record show he's seconded. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? None. Motion carries. Uh, and at this time, I'd like to invite uh, Mr. LeBlanc, our public works director, to share with us a video he has. But we'll do it after this. We'll do that. Uh, good evening, Shane LeBlanc, Public Works Director. You have that item 1.4 in a consent agenda, 7th Street. I'm just going to give a little background on that, that 7th Street, right outside these doors, from 5th Ave to North Ave, we had some corings done about a year ago to determine why there's so much failure with the 
the asphalt, the alligator cracks. If you yeah. drive down, you see all the alligator cracks. That's due to actual failure of the base and not the asphalt. So we did some corings, and it was determined that there's not hardly any lime rock in the base. It's all clay and brown dirt. I shared those photos with City Manager Poe. So we went to the drawing board. How do we fix that road and fix it right and not have to deal with it for a long time? So we decided to do what's called cold-in-place recycling. And I'm going to show a little, don't, don't start it yet. I'm going to show a little video here in a second. But we're going to go from 5th Ave to North Ave. And then everybody's aware of what I call the whoop-de-doos on 9th Ave and 12th Ave. We're actually going to go in a hundred feet east and west on 9th Ave and 12th Ave and try to take those humps out to the best that we can, which we've been needing to do for a long time. So this video I'm going to show is actually, we did this same, well the county did this process on Wire Road. So if this landscape looks a little familiar, this is Wire Road. So if you would start the video. This is the train process. If you look underneath the tanker truck, that white, this Portland cement we put down on the road ahead of time, and the tanker truck is full of emulsion. So the tanker is pumping the emulsion back to the milling machine. The milling machine is milling out the asphalt and also mixing are you, are you the mad emulsion. Right stop it when he gets his take measure out. If you look right there, that's about 10 inches. That's how deep we're going to mill. And then you can start it back up again. And as that milling machine is also milling up the asphalt, it's throwing it back to this hopper, which is mixing it with the emulsion Portland cement, and then laying it back down with the screen. Mixing the, the base, the emulsion, and then all this bit together. Following the screen is a traffic roller. So once this process is completed to this traffic roller, you can actually drive on that. So that's what we're going to do with 7th Street. We're going to totally reconstruct it and hopefully have a, a great road for many years to come. Any questions on the process? Oh, I appreciate you taking the time to do that. I find that fascinating, too. When, it's when are they going to do it? but, you know, I like it, too. Well, <laughs> I, I'm glad you found it fascinating because if I just said we're going to do cold-in-place recycling, everybody's going to be like, yeah, I wonder what that, that is. So. <laughs> Why does it cost a million dollars right, well, a mile to do it? Yeah, it it's an expensive process, but it's yeah. a lot cheaper than actually reconstructing right. the whole road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we, we hope to have this process done in about three days what you're seeing here then we're going to drive on it for about a week it'll have temp paint on it and then after a week we're going to come back and we're going to lay down an inch and a half lift of asphalt and then on top of that another inch so we'll have two and a half inches wow. of asphalt on top of this new base i think the key that what if you didn't hear what shane said is once this piece of the project is complete there'll be a week or so where it's a little dusty and it's not doesn't look complete but no work will be going on so when you get the calls from residents that's part of the process of letting traffic drive on it help compact it 
they, they will be coming back to put asphalt back down. Yeah, great point because we it's a little bit of an inconvenience for everyone but once it's complete it's going to be really nice so i appreciate your time thank you thank Shane. you thank you, thank you mr lamont okay so next um let's go back to the consent items if uh we could have a motion to approve items one two three five and six please i move that we approve one three five five and six one two three five and six second have a motion and a second all those in favor please say aye aye, aye. opposed none <laughs> motion carries uh, next oh yes sir don't we need to approve item four yes okay sure move Thank to you. approve item four second <laughs> that's okay uh, all those in favor please okay. say aye. aye aye opposed none thank you um so next item up is our number item number two business items finance director's report thank you mr beeson if you would state your name and address for the record ted beeson finance director for the city and i'm located at 918 hammock shade drive in lakeland with included within your packet is the truth and millage documentation We've asked the city to go ahead, city council, to consider it 6.25 is our millage rate that will be on the trim notices that will be mailed to each taxpayer in the city. And 6.25 is lower than previously 6.35, but that is the proposed budget, the staff recommendation, and the city manager's proposed budget. With that, we'd also like permission to schedule our hearings on Tuesday September 13th and Monday September 26th we cannot overlap with the school district and therefore we've moved that meeting date off of Monday for this purpose and with that I'll entertain any questions that you might have questions uh oh no ma'am any from the rest of the council no I, I do have one thing um, I did speak with uh, city manager Billy Poe regarding this matter um, there is a line item in the budget as it relates to money for parks uh, I believe it was three hundred thousand or three hundred forty thousand dollars yes okay so I just like to um, request that the that the council consider um, earmarking about $30,000 or 10% of that un, unreserved fund for the restoration of Gunner Park. Specifically, we need some, you know, right now the water um, that's used by a lot of residents and the watering hole is basically a hose with a spigot that's hung on the fence and, it's, and uh, the challenge is that it's, it gets to be a muddy mess and, and folks you know aren't aren't really happy about it so I've had a couple of complaints about it and I'm hoping that we can earmark some of those monies for that purpose any objections mr. Poe any comments or concerns uh, no ma'am okay so do we need a formal motion on that we probably don't if we're just I think if, if we just kind of get a shake of the head because um, <clears throat> staff purposely said just park improvements you know generally so that it we don't have we don't have the level of detail today of oh we need x amount at cruising or uh, at uh, shepherd's park or the uh, gunner park paul park 
so w those will be coming back to council so if I kind of see a consensus we know that a portion of that 10% needs to go towards the dog park so at this time uh, are we looking for a certification of the tax table or we're looking for a motion that our tentative mileage rate would be 6.25 and, and that we would hold hearings Monday or excuse me Tuesday September 13th and Monday September 26th so move second I have a motion and a second all those in favor please say aye aye opposed motion carries thank you sir So I, we have this um, note on here, certification of taxable value. Uh, that's on the agenda. Is that something we need to discuss tonight? Uh, no, ma'am. That's that's part of the setting the, the tentative millage rate okay. is to show um, the taxable value, uh, what that uh, millage rate, certain millage rate for that excuse me, taxable value at certain millage rates, what that will produce. Uh, so what what you as a council approving is the millage rate so that okay. uh, certificate certification taxable value that's just part of what is approved thank yes, you sir. for that clarification okay so next up we have our planning director's report we have with us our planning director mr. Vandenberg thank good you, evening sir. council Todd Vandenberg planning director for the city of Zephyr Hills I have two items to report on tonight uh, having a little difficulty apparently with our uh, <laughs> uh, well, while she's playing with that uh, I'll go ahead and introduce the item uh, a petition has been submitted uh, by by the by Gordon Leo Hood uh, juniors here tonight in the audience in case we have any questions but what they're requesting is a future land use map amendment it's small scale it's under 50 acres and it's also rezoning of the property at located at 38624 B Avenue um, so what they have out there currently is it it's a split future land use and a split zoning um, and what I mean by that is part of the property has a future land use classification of RU residential urban and MU mixed use and also same thing with the zoning of R3 which is a residential zoning category and C3 uh, commercial um, in your packets you see a copy of our staff report um, we have the location map that is up there right now and the property as you can see on the map is located at B Avenue on the south side of that intersection of B Avenue and a Street then it extends as you can see on the area all the way down to the north side of C Avenue um, So yeah, what, what we're proposing to do, what the applicants wanting to do is to, to ensure, and I, I guess we don't have the future land use maps and the zoning maps to show, but again, what the proposal here is to make all the property to consistent future land use classification of RU, residential, urban, and the same thing with the uh, zoning to make it all R3, from C3 to R3. Uh, the owners here, if you have any questions, uh, they're plan is for a single-family residential use they don't have any additional plans at this time and if you look at the the character of the subject property it, it is surrounded by uh, single-family residential development so staff uh, 
and the Planning Commission were, were okay with the requested petitions of future land use and zoning changes. Um, this is just the planning report tonight, so we're just looking for a consensus, and then depending on that, the next step would be to uh, drop the ordinances. So uh, the applicants here, uh, or, and or if I could answer any questions, if you have any, Staff and Planning Commission recommended approval. Thank you. Anyone have any questions? Okay. So, um, so we're looking for a motion to approve. Not to approve, just a consensus oh. for the okay. city attorney to drop the ordinances. Okay. So it sounds like we have a, a, a majority consensus of this idea. Okay. So uh, cleaning things up and, and uh, identifying a potential use for that space, for that property. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank we'll move you. on to the second item, and okay. that is the the towns at Autumn Palm final plat. Oh, excuse me, Councilwoman Wilkinson. I'm going to recuse myself from this item. Okay. Let the record show that um, Councilman Burgess is uh, leaving the facility temporarily, and uh, City Manager, would you let him know when we're finished? Okay, thank you. So uh, next out is item 3.2. If you would proceed, please, Mr. Vandenberg. Yes, ma'am. This is the Towns at Autumn Palm final plat uh, submitted by Lennar. Uh, proposal is, is townhomes, and in your packets you see a staff report. Uh, we do have the location map that's up on the screen. We provided you with, also with the survey, the legal, the plat itself, the subdividers agreement, and some of the other uh, financial data that we require for a plat. Um, this property does consist of approximately 9.77 acres. Um, they're proposing 94 single-family attached homes and or townhomes. Um, the infrastructure in this development has not been completed, and therefore the applicant has prepared the necessary performance bonds that we do in that instance. And the related engineer's estimates has also been provided for us for the necessary performance and maintenance bonds. Um, yeah, so on the, the aerial there you can see, it, it's located on the west side of Autumn Palm Drive, uh, south of State Road 54. Um, they have the appropriate zoning and future land use of RU and R4 for the type of development, again, being uh, townhomes. They are, from what we've been told, two-story, 30-foot tall. Um, this property is in the city, was in the city, is in the city. So... Uh, uh, staff has reviewed the, the final plat as well to ensure compliance with the Florida statutes and the city's land development code on platting and subdivision. And we've also had the survey reviewer, Mr. Uh, Armstrong, review the plat to ensure consistency with the compliance of Florida statutory requirements for plats. Uh, this is an item that was reviewed and approved by staff, the site plan review committee course doesn't go to Planning Commission both staff and the site plan review committee recommended approval of the subject plat there any questions uh, <clears throat> yes sir it is I'm trying to get this in my mind on Autumn Palm have they already started construction of stuff on there you know what I'm talking about I believe you know land clearing beginning infrastructure Correct. that's this project Yes, off oh, Councilman Knight. Can you lean up? Can you lean up when you talk? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Thank you. Please forgive. Have they already started? You said that they're, they're already going with it. Clearing in infrastructure, beginning the work. It hasn't been completed. That's hence the reason they are doing performance bond provided uh, engineering estimates. So, yeah, that's not completed. Once all the infrastructure is complete and uh, plats approved, then they can begin permitting through the building department. I thought I saw, I thought I saw like plumbing fixtures and everything else going on. They haven't gotten that far. I, I haven't, I haven't been out there recently either. They submitted for any model permits yet? Not aware of any model permits, so I don't believe it should. Be. And and Todd, can I ask you? This is past. Uh, Walnut Grove, yes. that that because I know there's another one on the right that is, is going yeah, the there too. Yeah, the one on the too. right is they another have, Lennar development on Court Street right. that that is under construction. Yeah, and th that's not this one. This one's on down. Correct. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yep. Because uh, the one on Questions? excuse me, the one on the right yeah. on full scale. Right. That's one. That's what I'm thinking, thinking about. about. Yeah. yeah. That's you, you also a Lennar project, townhome project as well. Hey, yeah. you see my point? I mean. I yeah. thought maybe they would already got it done. Yeah, they're in the similar area. Thank you. Yeah. What yes. was the total amount of units? Uh, let's see. 94. 90, 94? Which is yeah. roughly 10 or so units per acre. Yeah, and it's a little under 10 units per acre. It was 9.6 units per acre. Townhomes, you're going to have a little less density than like apartments typically. And the townhomes, these are two stories, is that correct? Two story, correct. Okay, which is which is kind of commensurate with the area and looks mm -hmm. very similar to what's there. Yeah. Um, is there any further questions or comments? Mr. Mr. Uh, Poe, do you have anything for this no, item? Okay. Um, my, my only concern, two, uh, two questions, aesthetically speaking, uh, along Autumn Palm, is, um, is there a green space that's directly facing the street there? Is that where the retention pond is potentially? <sighs> I haven't seen the plans yet. Again, we're just in the platting, but I can make notes of this. And, and as staff, we will look at, you know, we, we always try to, you know, of course, looking at the topography and the grades and elevations where, you know, trying to situate the ponds along with the buffers to maximize the, uh, the views of, of those elements to, to maximize the opportunities there. So we. Yeah, but if you look at this plan, it's pretty straightforward. It's a U driveway, and then there's the 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 plats are right where those zero lot lines are going to be, and you know it's pretty it's pretty um, well. It has less character than some of the other uh, other developments, and so I was just concerned if if in fact you're seeing you know landscaping and maybe you know a clubhouse or something nice in the front. I would prefer to see that instead of the back of a bunch of townhomes. But that's yeah, it's a little early to talk about that, I guess. Well, th this is the plat. This is how they're proposing. Do, are you able to bring that up? Oh, we don't have that. Okay. Uh, I'm just asking to ensure, you know, that we're giving consistent direction to developers as they come in to, in, to particularly to do these infill developments, which I'm glad to see versus asking us to annex land that, you know, we may or may not have water for. <laughs> well, we'll certainly look at those, at the retention pond and the screening and buffering to, to maximize those to our abilities per code to, to address those elements. 
So, so on there, there is a, a landscape buffer along. Um, this is about on, ten on foot, if I remember right. There's some right of way, I think, dedicated, and then a ten foot buffer. Yeah, ten. Landscape buffer of twenty foot. I'm just Only wondering 10. what ten they're doing with yeah. this property right here. Ten so foot. And there's a drainage. What does it say? Uh, basins there. Okay. And a, a so here. that's nice. So yeah, so I couldn't read the the, but uh, Councilman Smith pointed out it says it says uh, private park, so it, yes. it does sound like that's going to be green space and yes, that, that'll, that'll be, be really part nice. recreational elements that they're required to have per code. Okay, perfect. So I have no further questions. Anyone else? No. May we have a motion to approve? I'd move uh, to approve. Uh, I'd move staff's approval on there. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor to approve item 3.2, Towns at Autumn Palm Final Plat. Please say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Thank, thank you. you. We do have the Mylar some other documents for signature for sign. Okay, thank, thank you. you, sir. All right. Next up is uh, the city manager's report. We just oh. announced that Councilman Burgess returned to the dais. Thank you. Um, in front of you, you have agreement 37-22-08. It's the first amendment to the amended Tennis Pro Florida LLC agreement. Um, staff and city attorney met with Pascal uh, Collard on the drafting of the attached uh, amendment to the contract for the management of the SVB Tennis Center. Um, the, the two changes that are, that are being proposed are in Article 3, which is the term. The current language says that there's a 20-year, it's a 20-year agreement with two subsequent 10-year extensions, and um, the agreement can be renewed with a minimum of a six-month notice, advance notice of the expiration date of um, intent to continue or extend the contract. Uh, the request was for two years to have a, two, you know, a minimum of a two-year notice, so that if there was a transition that needed to be made, it could be made, but also allows, uh, if, if there's going to be extension, that the programs can continue to be expanded on. And then Article 13, which is miscellaneous 13.4, currently it requires Pascal to retain 51% uh, ownership within the company. Um, he's looking to bring uh, additional investors in to the company. Uh, so the language has been changed that he must remain the uh, CEO of Tennis Pro Florida and the operations manager of the SVB Tennis Center uh, and is responsible for the day-to-day -day operations. Should um, he no longer be the CEO or the operation, operating manager, the city has the opportunity to uh, deem that uh, a default and terminate the agreement. Uh, any questions? Mr. Collard, you're here. Would you like to approach and to discuss any matters with us? Sure. Okay. Did anyone have any questions of Mr. Collard? No? If not, staff does recommend approval, approval of the proposed amendments. I think so, too. I think it's important to just point out here that one of the reasons why the city set this up this way is because of our confidence in you. And so, and we get it that you need to expand and that the, that the company is growing. And one of the things I asked Billy is that, unfortunately, I'm not particularly familiar with your operations or your, um, your organizational chart, but I assume that you have people uh, that are working with you that have specific duties and they report to you even if you're traveling elsewhere. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Okay, good. Well, I, I think uh, 
at this time, I would ask if anyone has any questions to please ask them now or I'll entertain a motion. This, everybody's, everybody's fine with these changes, obviously. Yes. That's why it's coming for us. You've Correct. reviewed them. Matt's Matt reviewed. wrote them. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. I, I would move approval. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor, favor please say aye. 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 Opposed? None. Carries. Motion carries. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Poe. Anything further? Uh, nothing more on that one. Um, item 4.2. Um, I don't know if you'd like to, me to give an update uh, first, kind of where we are, what, what has occurred. Um, so at the July 11th meeting, uh, Ms. Earl addressed the council regarding the flooding that occurred on July 1 uh, during a heavy rain. Uh, the complaint was that water from the adjacent property, which is Trotter's Crossing, flooded her yard, causing damage to her fence and back room of her house. Council voted to issue a stop work order until measures could be put in place to stop the flooding. Um, since that time, the contractors reinstalled the silt fence, um, made repairs to the damaged fence post, um, constructed a berm and trench along the uh, southern portion of their property. Uh, a retention basin was dug at the low point of the Trotter's property. Uh, this was directed by the, um, uh, by the engineer. Uh, which is uh, Craig Corneliusen uh, Engineering. Uh, the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination System, the MPDES permit, uh, was expected to be issued um, Thursday or Friday. That has not been issued. Um, once the, based on the improvements that have been made, um, it's expected that the stop work order will be lifted once that MPDES permit is issued. Um, my understanding is that Ms. Earl and uh, AMH Development are currently in discussions about the damage to the Florida room. Miss um, Earl, my understanding is Miss Earl is working on getting quotes from the contractors that they can then continue the conversation about the, the repairs that need to be done. Um, I was out there today. Um, my understanding was there was a heavy rain on Saturday. I've not heard any complaints about any flooding that occurred over the weekend. Um, and then also I received a call from Pasco County because they are uh, reviewing or looking at Phelps Road because there was a complaint about a wash, washout on Phelps Road. And so Pasco County is addressing that. Um, that's kind of where we are at this moment. Ms. Earl, welcome. If you would please state your name and address for the record. Kim Earl, 37741 Phelps Road. Thank you. Uh, um, when I came home from work today and when I left for the meeting at 5 o'clock, I don't know what they're allowed to work on, but they were not in the retention ponds. They were back on the back of the property working. I don't know if that's allowed, but I don't know. But they were where they haven't been since the past meeting, and they were back there working, so I don't know. But I'm glad that Joe and Greg could make it to this meeting because I still have some questions about what's going on there. Um, I did get an estimate for the Florida room to be fixed. Um, Joe and Greg came out to my property after the last meeting, and um, Joe asked me, we met at the back fence by the property, and Joe's like, well, why do you think this happened? Well, you graded it. I mean, it's common sense. I'm not the engineer. And I asked Joe specifically, I said, well, what did Craig, the engineer, say about this? And he, Joe said, quote, unquote, he said that he knew this was going to happen. Well, that doesn't make me feel very confident in 
going forward with this, if the engineer knew this was going to happen and everybody let this happen, I just don't understand. I mean, since the silt fence has been put up, they do have a berm, but I went up to the property yesterday when I got home and it had rained a little bit and there's, I took pictures because I didn't have time to get a flash drive and there's big ruts of the runoff from the top because this berm is huge from the top and it's, I don't know, maybe a 45 degree angle, I don't know if it's that steep, but it runs right to my property and it's still all running down. Of course, the silt fence is catching the sand now, but how long is the silt fence going to last? So I don't understand when vegetation will be put on this, what, what degree the slope is going to be left at permanently. And, you know, I, there's still a lot of questions. Where is the retention wall going to go? I, I still have a lot of questions. So it attached um, <clears throat> to the memo uh, that you have in front of you or is the response from Craig Corneliusen, um excuse me, that, that speaks to um, the work that was done, designed like the during construction, um, intermittent pond or um, temporary pond and, and what that will hold. And then it also, there's another email that's attached that explains that the ponds were designed to not outfall during the 25 year, 24 hour storm event. Um, and pond one does not uh, outfall for the 100 year, 24 hour uh, storm event either. Uh, pond two does barely outfall for the 100 year, 24 hour, um, 0 0.07 of a foot. And both discharge um, for the 100 year, 240 hour event. Uh, there still will be flow and you can read there, um, it, it, shows the site, the site acreage, uh, acre, acre per foot, the decrease that was created with the ponds. Um, there will still be flow because uh, as you see here, there's flow that comes from the north, kind of goes around the property as well. So that will not be uh, collected just like it's not today. Uh, but any pro water flow that comes through the property will be collected. Um, I think there's another slide. Yeah, so if you see there, uh, pond one and pond two, uh, both ponds are constructed along that southern uh, boundary uh, because the property does slope from north to south. So they put the ponds at the low area. Um, I don't, I cannot comment to the berm that's there, if that will remain. I don't believe it will, but I cannot comment to that. I don't know that answer. Is Mr. Cornelianson here? I don't see him here. This he is today. not here. He, okay. is, uh, he is out of state. Okay. Because I'm, um, you know, I'm looking here at the conclusion because there's a lot of le there's a lot of right. engineerese in this email, but it says again if the ponds are constructed properly, no silt, clay, etc., there should be no runoff from the 25-year storm at the site. Unfortunately, if clay from the top of the hill has been discharged down the hill, they will need to clean that up to make sure it doesn't affect the ponds. The only runoff from less than the 25-year storm would be from any off-site areas draining around the site, less what would have naturally flown from the site. From flown, flown from the site. Right. There is uh, around 25 acres of property that does not flow through this site to the south. We held back runoff from approximately 21 acres of the 46-acre base uh, basin. So, you know, I mean, I think. It's pretty clear here. Did, did you ever have flooding prior to this event? Never. I've okay. been there 15 years. Right. So um, I think there's no question that the 
construction and particularly the removal of the topsoil and the fact that this is heavily, that the soil is, is really clay and it's difficult, the absorption is much slower. I mean, there are all challenges related specifically to this site. But um, I, I personally want to be sure that Ms. Earl has the leverage needed to negotiate fair compensation for, you know, I mean, it isn't the city's responsibility technically, I suppose, right. but, but, you know, I think morally we have a responsibility um, to do what's right. So I also want to be fair to the developers. If, and so if, if you, if anyone wants to speak, um, Ms. Earl will come back to you if that's okay. Did you get to see the video? Uh, I did see the video. Okay. I did. It was pretty, it was alarming. There's no question about that. Yeah. Okay. So DEP has been to the site. They've inspected uh, what was done, uh, what is proposed. Um, the application has been submitted, so we're waiting on DEP. And Joe, you can speak to this if you guys would like. Um, uh, welcome, we, please. We still if have you the would, stop work uh, order in place uh, until that permit from DEP is issued. Um, so DEP is um, the regulating body on the on stormwater, and so they they've reviewed it, they've inspected it. And they're also, you know, reviewing the, the application. So. Thank you. Please, sir, if you would uh, state your name and address for the record. Yeah, Joe Gattuso. I live at 2927 Point View Drive, Tampa, Florida. And um, I really don't have too much to say. Uh, the, the, this, this site is self-explanatory from right here. The one area in reference to Mrs. Earl's backyard, uh, the the there will be a berm back there uh, uh, that will stay in place. Um, how high the elevation of the berm is, I can't remember exactly how high, but there will be a next land landscape berm that will be back there. Uh, so a berm it, it is would, not, uh, there's, uh, isn't there also a retention wall, though, there, between? But we have retention walls all up along on the north side. Okay. Up in that area. And that's really all I okay. say. Uh, but we, we, yeah. we, did, we did get confirmation from the Tallahassee today that they did receive our application for the MPDES and they're in processing it right now. Uh, we did get that and I forwarded that, that email to Joel Bacon, um, which he said. Did receive that. So staff's, staff's opinion is that um, based on the, the engineering uh, and from the engineer that they, AMH has done what the engineer has suggested, which is create that berm, build that trench, build a, the pond area, um, and then, you know, construct. What we're holding, we're holding, we're, we're continuing the stop work order until the DEP permit or MPDES permit has been issued. Um, okay. But... But Ms. Earl reported that there are people working at the site. So do you know I, what that was? Or? Yeah, I contacted the contractor. Uh, they, they told me that they, I wasn't out there. Um, I, they told me that they were out in the north end up there. There were some piles of dirt up in the north end that they were concerned were going to come sloping down. So they went out there and they were knocking down some piles of dirt that were up on the north end. Exactly what she was saying. They were, they were out there, yes. No. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, is there action that we need to take at this time? I don't believe so. Um, I mean, unless council feels that staff should take a different direction or a different approach um, to that, once the DEP permit is issued, uh, that we will issue or lift the stop work order. Um, 
Gentlemen, does anyone have any questions of our? Well, I think we need to give Miss Earl some kind of confidence that this isn't going to happen again. I mean, the lady lived there for 15 years and never had an issue, and now this construction project has fluttered her out. <laughs> I would be very angry if it was my property. And I think before we allow anything, we need to know that she's not going to, and her neighbors aren't going to get flooded out again. I mean, look at the afternoon showers we get. I mean, I want some kind of a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the guarantee is, is from the engineer, um, you know, Cornelius and engineering. Uh, it was engineered before this all happened, correct? So what happened before was the, the site was scraped, uh, silt, fence was, silt fence was in place. Um, with the heavy rainfall, I have no idea what type of rain event it was. I don't, I don't understand all, how all that works, but I don't, I don't know what rainy type of rain event it was, um, and there was flooding that occurred. All there was was a silt fence. Now there's a berm that's in place and a, I'll say a retention basin that's at the low point that will collect the water to prevent it from just rushing down the site and off the site. Um, so based on the engineering uh, design and recommendations. Um, I believe that this will alleviate the flooding issues. Um, my understanding, like I said, is there was a rain event on Saturday uh, that was pretty heavy. Um, there was no report of any flooding. I know that you heard tonight that there was rain that came off the backside of that berm. Um, I, I couldn't tell you how bad or how much, you know, water, the volume of water that came off the backside of the berm, but I, I don't believe it was anything like what occurred on July 1st. Didn't this go, Swift Mud got involved, correct? Uh, DEP, DEP's been involved. And now they're satisfied that this is gonna They're not okay. satisfied yet. Uh, they came out, did an inspection. That's what we're waiting on, is for DEP to issue their permit and their um, grant, you know, grant approval. And once they do, then we will lift the stop work order. Do you have any idea when we're going to hear from them? I don't. I was expecting to hear back Thursday or Friday. Um, I, I, I don't know the if DE, you have a timeline. DEP was out there on site. I, I spoke to DEP. They called me, and they, they were satisfied what we did out up there on site. Uh, they wanted to look at the permit after it's been issued also. But, but they didn't give you a timeline of when they'll issue that, supposed correct? To, we're supposed to have it Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Hi. Yes, sir. I want to kind of echo what uh, Mr. Proctor said. I'm not 100%. I really am not 100% that this this has been satisfied. I, I don't know anything about uh, the drainage and who did this and how big this is and so forth. The only thing I know is this lady has a problem, a legitimate problem, and I don't think that from what I'm hearing there's a, there's a guarantee that it's not going to happen again. That's just my opinion. Thank you, sir. Um, yes, thank you. And I appreciate you coming out tonight. Um, and what I ask uh, is that you diligently watch that berm, make sure there's not a breach in it, because you know we're getting the rain right now. And to check that thing, I mean, it was when that happened, it was a holiday weekend. I understand that. but. This lady did get flooded out, and she showed us the video. And uh, I, any any measure you can take, 
to keep that from happening again that's what we need to do because the last thing we would need is to sit in here and have a real rainy summer and then have a september hurricane set in and drop 20 inches on us we got to be ready we need to be ready for that event so i mean i i, ju I just ask that you watch it during the construction once it's got the vegetation on it it's going to help but while that thing's open we know that water's going straight down the hill she's got a good concern with with the with the back side of the berm and, I, and as i get older in my age or younger in my age uh, i always like to listen so i enjoy listening to all three or four or five of you and what she said so what we will do is we will get together with the contractor tomorrow go out there on the back side of the berm we will address whatever's been washed out and see what we can do with uh, with my young years of experience um, and our contractors uh, experience and see what, what there is what we can do to to make sure that that doesn't uh, get washed out like it's what she said is happening on the backside and and I'm just throwing some stuff out there like hell's a bay or or whatever it will be more sure. silt, no more silt screen double up triple up which we already got triple out there and we'll make maybe even quadruple it, uh, to, so nothing else happens on the backside of what we're talking right. about I um, sure appreciate and, and, and you I have not seen it and I could I and then when she explains it and when I hear from everybody I can understand a wash up of that happening that uh, makes sense uh, so we will once again myself and Gregory works with me uh, we will make sure walk it and take right it. and I'm, I'm sure that y'all have each other's numbers so if there is an issue immediately you can be in contact with her so and I appreciate that so thank you again for coming and this is something that's really a concern to all of us up here and the construction that was going on out there was just part of the mitigation process to take care of the problem that's what we're going okay and then the one other thing we want don't want to lose sight of is there's there is an um some damage to the interior of the home and we want to make sure that Actually, that's you know being right. taken care of yeah, too I, I i told i'm sorry to cut you off but no that's okay we when we spoke out there i told her what get together with her contractor uh get get that proposal whatever the proposal bid and give that uh, to to us and we'll make the decision on how we would uh, compensate her with uh, either through insurance or through a company check we we still use old-school company checks um, thank you well thank you very much we're and you know we're counting on you to make it right because because we you know we care about what happens we re we recognize that you know you rely on other consultants to help you make decisions about how to how to how to do the site might have been better to, to build the retention ponds first and then start grading the site it's hard to know you know but but um, we appreciate you being here today and um, and I think at this time there's there's not really any action legal action we can take or as as the council but we certainly have come to a consensus as to how important it is for you to um, make things right with Miss Earl okay you thank you very much for no being problem. here you're welcome. anything further gentlemen okay mr. Poe anything further from you uh, no ma'am unless there's questions yes Ms. Earl come on up fix the Florida room but it still hasn't answered any questions I was told there's going to be a retention wall now he just stated there's not going to be a retention wall is there a berm is there no berm is there just a pond that's going to eventually overflow I, I got no answers there's nothing that I mean they can tell me what it looks like but one, so one of the things I ask early on I ask uh, I have this that looks nothing like that and this is that but that's not this so I don't know 
you know, and there's a wall, there's no wall, there's a berm, there's no berm, it's not going to be wet, it's going to be wet. So, uh, I, when I, I'm confused. Okay. So, what do you, how do you propose that we resolve that issue, Mr. Poe? Can we set up a meeting with, with uh, Mr. Cornelius and, and, and Ms. Earle and the, 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 the representatives here from the developer? Uh, the other, yeah, I mean, because one of the things I ask, go ahead. I said we can get uh, Craig on the phone um, and explain the design. I mean, that would be the best way. He's the one who designed it. Um, I don't, I mean, I have what you see in front of us. Did he ever do, because as, as I recall, and Mr. Vanderberg probably recalls, but I think I asked for a section, a drawing of a section through the site so that we could see, you know, the tiers of each, you know, because the way this site, the, compli the, the, the grading of this is very complicated, right? So, you know, but mm -hmm. I think that understanding how deep that retention pond is in relationship to and your building, it's at the bottom of, the, of it. I mean, I think it would be more easily understood if you had that well right now there's a mountain of dirt behind the property and if you stand on top of the dirt i have pictures and you look down well there's a retention pond that's probably 25 30 feet deep but is that berm going to stay that high or is the retention pond going to be ground level well that's that but is that is that mountain going to stay you know how high is the berm going to be is there going to be a wall i mean you know so we can start with the, what you have here is just a profile but we do have construction plans in the office uh -huh. so we can schedule a meeting um or time for mr earl to come in review those construction plans um if that's not sufficient uh then we can move to um setting up a meeting with uh with craig to explain uh those plans but we do have construction plans okay because having someone office. to to sketch and explain it Mm. makes a huge difference yeah with yeah. the construction plans we have i mean it has the pond it should have the pond depths on it um mm. if there's if there's a retaining wall there'll be a, a section of that if it's a if it's a berm you'll have all the elevations so all of that will be shown on those construction plans so we can do that this is what i look at this is a sill fence and this is how high this on ground level this is right. how high that is so now the rain of course is washing all this down because it's a mountain just from so, the top, though. Right. Yeah. But my question is, is that going to stay that high? Is it going to be, you know, uh, what protection am I going to have between the pond and my property is my question. Yeah, I so heard there's going to be a wall. Now there's not going to be a wall. There's going to be a wall on the north side. Well, I don't care about the north side. I care about the south side. So, again, I'm we have, so Mr. Earl, we have construction plans in the, in the planning department. We can schedule a time for you to come in, and we can okay. look at all that. We can give you um, all that information that you want, and if that's not satisfactory to you, uh, we can schedule after that meeting we can schedule a meeting with the engineer to explain to you all the elevations um, and, and discuss with you um, what the how the construction of those ponds will occur and Miss Earl if you're not satisfied you come back and see oh us. I will okay if I'm not satisfied hopefully I'll be satisfied right but I do have an estimate to give Joe of for the room from an independent contractor that I will give thank you so much thank you Okay. Um, next item on the agenda is citizens' comments. Do we have anyone uh, signed up to speak to the yes, council? Yes, Eileen Westerman. Ms. Westerman, welcome. If you would uh, state your name and address for the record. Eileen Westerman, 5522 17th Street, Zephyr Hills. Thank you all. And um, I know you all do not have this, 
which I did make copies, but I requested the plans for permitting for this piece for Kim and didn't get it. So I ended up getting it from the Environmental Protection Agency. So I apologize that it's so little, but this is how many houses are going in here. That's from the Environmental Protection Agency. They emailed me those. We, Zephyr Hills used to be a joke, and I know everyone who's sitting here at this desk, we are proud to live here and we have our hearts here. There's no green space there. The trailer parks, they had clubhouses, tennis courts, pools, dog parks. That's a hotel. They have rent, these are rental homes nobody will ever be able to own. Is that our legacy, what we're going to leave people? Is these type of housing projects where it's wall to wall houses? I mean, I know there is a setback on the back part of it, but then they have the huge retention ponds. I just don't think that's what we should leave as a legacy. And I know you all feel the same way about the city that I do. And I was shocked when I actually saw that, that it's just house after house and there's no, except for the buffer, they have to leave. I don't know how it got to that point because that's not what Kim and the neighbors were told it was going to be. Yeah, so this was, if, if you're talking about this project here with a 270-foot buffer to the north, correct? This is, yeah, that's what I got from the environmental protection. So the, Those are the actual if, if you remember, plans. If you remember, the 270-foot buffer was left to the north. We were, going to, we were trying to create that buffer uh, to create that conservation area. The houses would be more condensed into one location with the 270-foot the uh, area to the north that's 270-foot deep the length of the project uh, that provides that open space uh, that the, the neighborhood can use. But we all took such great care with the apartment building that's going in. And that contractor really, you know, he gave extra setbacks with extra landscaping. I mean, those are the kind of people and developers we want to come here because they actually seem to care about the people's concerns, you know, for keeping the light pollution down and actually the environment. I mean, what's happened to Kim, that's just not something we do. So, and I do thank everybody for your hard work for sitting up here, but that's just not who I think we want to be. We might as well just, you know, scrap it. We need to save the hills between here and Dade City and that beautiful rolling thing that makes our part of Pasco County so pretty. So that's my two cents. Thank you, Ms. Westerman. I just want to remind council that we have approved construction plans. It's an approved project. We can't go back and... We understand. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Although, you know, one new information, and, and this is the biggest challenge that I've always had with, you know, we're approving these projects incrementally. So we approve a zoning. And then, you know, lo and behold, comes back, there's a site plan. And the site plan has 14 units per acre, which we approved, you know, or 28 units per acre, which we've approved. But they look like these kinds of projects. But now there's something even new and newer, and that is that, and this may or may not be fact, but Ms. Westerman said that these are all going to be rental homes. So, you know, there is a trend to do, you know, these kinds of projects where, you know, Airbnbs or, or whatever for whatever use, because there's a demand for that, that right. people can't qualify to own these homes, so they rent these homes, or they don't, you know, they're out of, out of, out of state workers or whatever. So that does diminish the character of our city. I think that's a valid point that Ms. That Ms. Westerman brought up. So I, I hope that we do a better job going forward of, um, and rely heavily on the planning department 
to understand, you know, we support the idea of developing a property to the highest and best use, or I personally speak that, that that's my support. On the other hand, I think we also have to consider the impact to the community around it. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I thought a meeting us so ago, we had talked about possibly re-looking at the density that we allow on, yeah, um, on, this, on these properties, which, I mean. In fact, we have a general consensus, and I, I don't recall, but that we were gonna do that. Correct, I believe an email went out to each of you um, requesting to set up one-on-one -on -one meetings to discuss lot sizes and uh, densities. And so I believe... Um, then we could, we should have a workshop about, or? Well, we'd like to discuss it one-on-one, -on -one, get everybody's ideas, and then um, proceed from there with a, a workshop or, or uh, well, depending on what comes out of those meetings, either a workshop or we go right to an ordinance uh, that gets presented. Um, so I know Todd is, is working on that, trying to get those dates set with each of you. Um, and so I just, I, if each of you could get back to him with your, um, your availability. And then. Just share a few points. Yeah, All right. Yes, please. Thank Todd you. Vandenberg, planning director. Yeah, the two things I just wanted to touch on well, actually, in regards to this, to the, the points that were made, I think you all are aware we've begun work on a north 301 quarter vision land use strategy, and specifically for that area between Cossack and all the way to Dade City. And part of that purpose is to preserve the hills, those view sheds, hence the what, what city manager talked about here. First time project that came through, yeah, we applied that, even though it's not codified. So, yeah, the top of the hill is being preserved here for the open space enjoyment of people that live there that they can access that it's going to be placed under conservation easement so it'll never be built on any type of activity on it and that'll be deeded as such when when the plat goes through um, but yeah we are working with pasco county to to get into our comprehensive plan that city and the county are both in the process of doing right now and we will both be putting language in we're kind of driving the boat on that, working with our consultant, Tammy Verana, to, to ensure we got the, the qualifying criteria and I, information identified specifically to, for this North 301 quarter, try to protect that. So we'll have language in our comprehensive plan that talks about how, how we want to protect that northern area, which is so unique. So we're, we're excited about that and getting that going. But yeah, if we could, if I could hear back from you, my, my thought process was that I share with the city manager uh, planning department. We've been thinking about this, uh, some of the topics of discussion that have been brought up, you know, from lot sizes to height to density. I'd like to share some, some input that I, uh, thoughts and ideas that I have with you one-on-one -on -one. and then I, I, I did the same thing with our, our planning commission meeting this month I said I'd like to meet with them too and then bring staff planning commission city council all together to uh, have a, a good discussion on I think it was very productive last time we'd like to do the same thing again so yeah if, if you can get back with me or I'll, I'll call you or whatever's convenient for you to get that up and then one other, what we'd like to do in, in August at one of our uh, two meetings in August to, to ask that Ms. Our, our consultant, Tammy Verana, who we're working with on the update the city's comprehensive plan to, 
spent about 30, 20 to 30 minutes. We've been, uh, and purposes, of course, again, we're updating the city's comprehensive plan, looking towards the year 2035, where we're going to grow, population projections, where we want that population to go, how we want it to look. But what we've been doing up to date is we've been holding these uh, community conversation meetings. We've had seven of those right now. We've done them at the library, at the SVB Tennis Center, Train Depot. We've done the City Hall here at uh, Noon, Noon Rotary. And we've done a, also a meeting with the department heads. Uh, first week in August, we're going to also meet with the Pasco County Real Estate Board and meet with the realtors and, and brokers. We'd like to tap into that group to get their ideas on the comp plan update. And then lastly, we'd like to schedule Again, I think you guys should be involved and hear that uh, comprehensive plan discussion that we're having with the public as well. So, you know, if there's uh, 30 minutes, uh, city manager and I talked about probably uh, one of those meetings, I guess we don't have a, a CRA meeting. First, yeah, it'd be <coughs> so our we, next meeting. We could do that if, if that's the pleasure of the council and, uh, and, and some of these Topics that you're hearing about brought up again tonight are things that we can talk about. So and that's that's our goal is to listen to the community, public participation of what you like, what you don't like, and and then come to a conclusion on how we want the community to grow and we'll implement that through the comprehensive plan, codify it through the land development code. So it's a, a great opportunity now to, to look to the future. We know we're growing, expanding at a high rate, but this will be important to get our comp plan update correct. So look forward to your, your input. So thank yep. you, Mr. Vandenberg. Okay. Did that answer your question, Councilman Proctor? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Councilman thank Knight, you. do you have any questions for Mr. Vandenberg? Gentlemen, nothing further? Okay. Look thank forward you to so it. much. Thank you, Todd. Thanks, yep. Todd. Uh, Ms. Hillman, do we have anyone further to speak to us regarding the citizens' comments? Okay. Thank you. Then that, up next is our mayor announcements. I thank you got city managers next uh, okay thank you um, so quickly in front of you you have the budget we talked last meeting uh, the budget does include a, a the bonus we had the conversation about the bonus I spoke to each of you um, individually and so what is in here is a $500 bonus that's what's included in the budget uh, with along with everything else that uh, we we spoke about um, we also um, there was a little bit of a change, an addition that was made uh, for the PD, some tasers and body camera upgrades and, and purchases. That was $102,000. We moved some things around, so the bottom line of the budget remained the same. Um, we just worked with the numbers that we had. So by charter, you have to have a, a tentative budget by August 1st. I'm on vacation uh, beginning tomorrow afternoon for a week, so you have uh, the tentative budget in front of you uh, for your review and then we can discuss um, when I return back to the office or you can text me I'll have my phone with me uh, Simons Road 
phase two, the, the connection to Fort King, that was that began today. So we had a pre-construction meeting last uh, Thursday and construction began today. It's a 240 day project. So uh, in a few months, it'll be completed. The assumption is that as soon once that's completed or pretty close to completion, we'll be going out to bid for the uh, intersection improvements or the signalization of Simons and Island Boulevard. So that roadway should be completed here, hopefully within the next year. Um, North Star bud, uh, branding, we had a kickoff meeting, uh, myself, Kevin, and Gail. And so that project has begun. Uh, we talked about different focus groups that we will need and, and different uh, individuals. Uh, we didn't get into the specifics of individuals, but the number of groups that we would need, uh, different organizations that should participate in it. Uh, so you should be seeing some information coming out on that shortly. All right. That's all I have for this evening. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mr. Maggard, anything for us this evening? We have no announcements from me. Thank you. Uh, next up are our city council uh, comments. And Mr. Knight, I'll go back to you, sir. Yes, and I'd like to echo what the mayor said. Thank you all for, for showing up. Uh, as, I, as I sat here and I was listening to all the different things, uh, I can look back and I can reflect uh, that we are now the largest city in Pasco County. And we have a lot of decisions to make, a lot of things that's got to go on and so forth. And I'm really proud of our, our council. I, I know that, and I, I'm not making light of this, but the growth has created so much for us to try to decide on. When I came on council, we were still worried about chickens, you know, and what we were gonna do with the fire department. Now we're looking at growth and, and there's the anti-growth and the pro-growth and so forth. And, and it's a real challenge, but we have to understand as a council that I, I personally think that we're making the right decisions. I think we're moving forward for our city real good. And I'm just proud, not bragging on myself, but this council and in the growth and what we've undertaken to be where we are. And I, I firmly believe that we are just beginning to crawl. I say it all the time. We're going to, uh, we're not growing, we're exploding and it's going to get even more. So. I'm real proud of all my fellow council members, and I thank you. Thank you, sir. Dr. I'd like to thank Ms. Earl for coming here and making us aware of what happened. And I also appreciate you folks coming to the meeting and telling us your side. But I think this is really important that this gets settled and that she gets justice. She had all that property damage. I couldn't imagine coming home and seeing all my crap washing away. It would have made me very upset. And um, I just want her to know that we're not going to rest until this is taken care of and there's not an issue. It's not going to happen anymore. So please, we appreciate you. That's all I have. Um, uh, yes, and thank you again for coming and telling us about it. Thank you for coming. Hopefully between the two of you, you can work it out with the staff's help. Um, and it is difficult to, um, because we have had a small town for so long, and now we're starting to, we've already, it, it, the small town is, is kind of gone. But we need to try and keep the core as much as we can. Um, I, in that same vein, I, we had talked about water here uh, 
several meetings for several meetings and uh, I appreciate John Bostick and and uh, our city manager I met today with the engineer online and I have a better we have they have a much better grasp on our water situation than I had thought so I do appreciate it they have done the modeling they have an engineer was he was it Kimley Horn it was Jones Edmonds Jones Edmonds a, a fellow by the name of Michael um, very knowledgeable they input all the data into the GIS system and it it tells us actually it told us we needed some of the lines extended that we have extended in this past budget so so our staff I want to thank our staff for I want to thank John particularly for staying on top of that and for making me aware of it too and and uh, we had talked about the need to make sure we stay on top of that make sure we don't run out of water and I think our staff is diligently working on that um, you talked about our roadways we just heard that Simons Road was going to be finished which is the county should have done 20 years ago but they didn't so the city had to take it over and we completed it way quicker than this county was right. going to um, but it's things like that it's making sure that the light is at Simons and uh, Island Boulevard it's making sure we get the Cossack extension like we have worked on all these things are, are are, we've got to do them because the growth is here it's already coming um, and I feel like that's our responsibility um, it's our responsibility too to make sure the nature of the growth we get as much as we can is reflective of the character of our community so it's a difficult thing it's not easy and our staff wrestles with it every day and we wrestle with it only once every two weeks or and uh, it's and our homework but we hear from the constituents too so don't think that we're just like gaveling everything and approving everything our staff takes a good look at it and I think we do do we make mistakes yep and anybody who doesn't admit they make a mistake is a liar basically or doesn't do anything so we do make mistakes and we try not to make the same mistake twice so uh, that's that's all I can promise you I'll try and not make the same mistake twice so I'm gonna make mistakes so but our best interest and every one of us has lived in this community up here well over 20 years so we have the best interest of our community in our hearts and when we make these decisions so thank you thank you I may if I can just address the <clears throat> the modeling that uh, Councilman Smith spoke about uh, Jones Edmond is supposed to be getting me a executive summary a cheat sheet so that I can regurgitate uh, to each of you exactly <laughs> what they're doing how they're doing it but then also um, uh, I'm sorry then also a, a map that shows kind of the all the all the proposed projects plugged in and where our choke points are or where our issues are so that's something that will be brought back to and to show to council once once I receive so, thank you thank you Mr. Burgess. I'm glad you brought up the Simon Road I actually saw them out there this morning and I was thinking uh, the infrastructure part with the box culverts and everything it's a short stretch once they get that done it, I, you know I'm pretty hopeful that we'll have it done in less than 240 days if they you know keep on pressing on there and uh, the 7th Street project that Shane's talked about you know that's a major well it's just northbound artery for, through town and that's going to allow us to keep traffic moving which like you said we'll be able to drive on it and instead of tearing that whole thing up that would have been a major nightmare to our traffic to uh, to rebuild yeah. that road all the way across so that's a great a great thing to do in there and then of course you got the utility project going on Fort King Road so a lot of the stuff that we've done up here is they're working on them right now if you drive around you can see a lot of that going on that's all I got thank you um, so again thank you Miss Earl for coming and I think this highlights some of the challenges that we that we face 
as it you know as it re relates to development and and um, of all different kinds and and the develop and creating relationships between the people who are trying to develop their property rightfully so to its highest and best use while still keeping in character with the city and um, Ms. Herman uh, you mentioned or Ms. Westerman uh, mentioned that you know Zephyr Hills was a joke but I, I don't agree with that and I'll tell you why and that is that when I first served on the Planning Commission be long before I was a councilwoman um, back in 2006 2002 Mr. Vandenberg was uh, the city city planner even then and I felt very comfortable that we had someone who was well-educated knowledgeable and driven to make the right decisions and then I look now at Mr. Corvo and he's creating this legacy of other of other very thoughtful people who want to help us move to move into the next century and think about outside the box think about things like tiny homes and and the and the and creating different environments for young people so that we bring them back home again and so I think that's what's important about retaining the vibrancy of a community it is going to change but one of the things I think we do really well and that is protect our historic district and and you look I mean the, uh, the proof is in the pudding. If you look at the improvement of our um, property values over a very short period of time, it's exponentially, like 1,500% that over the last few years are a historic district. And, and a lot of that has to do with our commitment to the CRA and allowing money to be spent the way that it was supposed to be spent, and that is improving those properties in the CRA. And I look at our Main Street and, and the people, you know, five or six or seven or eight people who are very busy and who are dedicated to helping our community put on parades and have events. I mean, we have an event every month now downtown, in downtown Zephyr Hills, and I think that helps business owners. Um, I also want to say that I noticed um, recently on Facebook that our beloved chamber director, Melanie Monson, is moving on to uh, a, a new career path, a new, a new goal, and Miss um, Vicki will be taking over for her. And um, fortunately, we have Dr. Stovall who will continue on and steady the ship while the change is underway. But I just wanted to take a moment to thank Melanie for her years of service to our community and the, my, my dear heart for you. So um, I think that's it for me tonight. I want to thank everyone for coming. If there's nothing further, gentlemen, meeting adjourned. Good, good, thank you.